Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of We Watch Shutter. My name is Michelle, and who's here with me? It's JD. It's JD. It's always JD. Every god dang time. Everyone. As much as he tries to get out of it, it is always JD. Like we got. Yeah, I. uh, You know, when I asked Michelle if she wanted to do this podcast with me a year and a half ago, I thought, cool. Best case scenario, we'll churn out about a dozen of these. I'll feel a little bit better about myself, and then we'll just go about our lives. And now here we are, a year and a half and a hundred and thirty odd episodes. I'm stuck, stuck. you guys. I'm stuck. stuck. What am I gonna do? I don't know. Help me. She's got me doing a goddamn. She's got me doing a new episode every goddamn day this month. Hell yeah. So I will tell them about that. In case they're not (laughs) familiar with Spooktober, uh, if you're just here to hear how I'm killing JD slowly, then I mean, just (laughs) tune in every episode and you can see that happen gradually. (laughs) You'll be like, oh, he sounds a little bit more defeated. It's just a little bit more each time. But uh, yeah, if you're not familiar with Spooktober, uh, we watch a movie every day in Spooktober because it's the spooky season. But we did not want to have to record an episode every single day for the spooky season because that. That would kill us uh, just yeah. like it's killing JD anyway, but I didn't want to be included in that. So <laughs> instead we did some short films and recorded them in advance so that we can hopefully watch along with our listeners and hear what you guys think about it. I do have to say somebody on Saturday messaged our page and said they were a fan of the show and that they know that I like messed up movies and wanted a movie recommendation. And that made me so happy. I was like, I'm the person people go to when they want to be destroyed a little bit. I love that. Now, <laughs> are you ta- so happy? We we do need to be clear. You're talking about like Saturday from when we're recording this. So like, <sighs> I wasn't gonna remind them again that we recorded these in advance. But yes, September twenty well, I mean, third. We're, we're going through the process of reminding them of what we're doing in the first place. We might as well do the whole greatest hits as long as we're here you know what i mean (laughs) okay i guess two weeks ago in regular people time it it just i hope two weeks from now that i am still an expert in messed up movies um i I did i did get a a response from the one that they recommended or the one that i recommended them that said what the fuck did i just watch so that's good what did you (laughs) recommend if you don't mind me asking martyrs oh you you're a (laughs) bad person michelle why? I love Martyrs. I genuinely love Martyrs. I, that well, can be another guess, episode, but... <laughs> I guess, to be fair, if they specifically messaged you uh, asking to be traumatized, you know, it's... it's I don't whatever, even find that one but... traumatizing. I just really like it. Oh, it's, it's a messed uh, up concept, but... Yeah, and you're a terrible it. person for liking well, it. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I am a terrible person. I'm not. Anyway, (laughs) no. Uh, So uh, yeah, we're uh, we're putting out a new episode every day. We're talking about short films. Uh, This week, uh, our theme is the short films of Ari Aster. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you don't know that name, I. That's my reaction. If you don't know that name, I'm speechless. Uh, Go. I don't know that name, JD. Who is Ari Aster? Oh, fuck off, Michelle. 
<laughs> I was asking on behalf of an audience member who might not know the person behind I Hereditary know. Midsommar and Boa's Afraid. I was yeah. taking one for the team. I got you, listener. If you're clueless, now you know. They made Hereditary Midsommar and Boa's Afraid. And those yeah. are the only full-length movies he has at the time of this recording. But before that, he was making shorts. And he made Jeez. enough shorts that we could before dedicate he made a week pants, to it. He made shorts. I'm going to make that joke yes. as many chances as I get this. That's show. actually like a good idea though because like you wouldn't start by making pants pants would it's be way uh, more complicated yeah, so, so you would so start with shorts less so fabric say, yeah and we would say uh ari aster's first pants film was hereditary yeah the first pants film was hereditary out of context that makes no sense and i like those <laughs> kinds of statements um we should probably get into today's featured yes short. do you agree sure Okay, sweet. So today it's, we watched. It's called basically, basically, basically from 2014, and uh, it's a short. Should I give them a synopsis of it? Uh, I think you should. Yes. Uh, I've forgotten the lady Shandy. Shandy Pickles is a spoiled rich girl, and this is told through a series of monologues that she gives around her mansion, kind of uh, giving you a tour of it and giving very cynical observations of her life. But then every once in a while, there are glimpses behind the curtain of who she actually is as a human being. And uh, it's just Rachel Brosnahan shining at her absolutely Brosnahaniest. And I forgot that she starred in this because I had not seen Marvelous Mrs. Maisel yet by the time that I watched this and oh my god made me love her more um, it is a phenomenal short there's not really much of a story it's more just snippets and getting to understand more about her and more about her life and kind of her coming to realizations while on camera and she's very uh, witty and funny and cynical and I really enjoyed her so Basically, from 2014. That's basically what the film is. Yeah, this uh, this film, uh, more or less, uh, like I don't I don't know if these were were just uh, actual like like short projects to be shopped around at at festivals, or if these were things he did as like student projects or or what. Um, but this more than any of the others that we've seen feels like like where Munchausen was kind of like an exercise in visual uh storytelling right with uh, the no dialogue and the the pacing and uh, uh uh being a montage uh and all that sort of thing uh all the uh, the interesting cinematography and color choices this to me seems like an exercise in directing an actor right because you have all of these sequences uh, this movie is basically, uh, it's another montage, but it's a montage of sequences of this person just talking about themselves. Uh, and there's definitely a, a, a bit of a story here. I wouldn't call it any kind of a narrative. Um, but it's, it's interesting that, uh, and this is the one uh, that uh, I, I told Michelle earlier that... Uh, uh, was going to be kind of fun to talk about because I remember watching this film. I know I have seen it. Uh, I remember really enjoying the performance uh, of uh, uh, Rachel Brosnahan and enjoying the way it was presented. In the grand scope of things, I don't remember a 
fucking thing about what this movie was about. I don't remember what this character told me about herself. I don't remember anything about the character development that I know I watched happen. Uh, But I think it's very telling of how JD is very plot and narrative oriented when it comes to storytelling that I can remember having a pleasant... That's like saying I really enjoyed the sandwich, but I don't remember anything that was on it. But it's like, that's... It's so... Because there's... The only thing I remember uh, clearly about this is there were occasional moments where there were just random people in the background or like surprise appearances of somebody just very subtly in the back. Uh, and I thought that was kind of interesting. And I don't even know if that's an accurate memory of this, but uh, no, this is, it's such a, I've, I've been uh, sort of casually dreading getting to recording this episode. Cause I sat down to look back at the, the films. I actually watched them about a week ago uh, and I remember in great detail the experience of all of these, but I don't remember anything about who this character is. I just remember, God damn, that was a fucking performance. Uh, and the way it was presented was super cool. So you may have forgotten your ham sandwich, but I will tell you about this Brosnahan sandwich that I remember finding so Please delicious. Do. Yes. So uh, here's what really sticks out to me as the thing I remember the most of this short film, uh, both watching it now and watching it previously. Um, I think what works so well for me are those moments where the facade kind of goes away. And when she's talking about her boyfriend who inevitably dies and then she's silent for a moment and she says that she dodged a bullet there um, or whatever it may be. And then it's like, oh, so you didn't really feel anything. But later she is very, very drunk and yelling for that same boyfriend. And I think those are the moments when you watch it and you pick up on the little like you are not actually this cynical and cold is kind of how you're surviving in your reality which is actually like despite having money is not a very good life like you don't have great relationships with people you don't have great relationships with your family everybody's kind of distant so getting to see who she actually is um that's what makes this for me it's also very just funny at points and so um i remember laughing quite a bit while watching this (laughs) but again i don't uh, and and interestingly, because of that, uh, it's definitely the one that I want to watch again as uh, mm-hmm. the soonest. Uh, I, I definitely want to go because I do re- like I remember that closing scene when uh, it's it's sort of dimly lit and she's in, in it looks like maybe room. she's in, in the laundry room. I was going to say mm-hmm. or like a, a kitchen or a clo- some sort of open closet. But she's sitting Rich up on person that cabinet. Closet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's sitting up on that. Uh, was it the washing machine that she was sitting on? I uh, thought or it she was, was maybe sitting like on a, a counter beside top. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so but I think it's beside there. a washing machine. And I, I, I'll be damned if I can tell you much at all about what specifically she talked about in that scene. But I remember just being kind of mesmerized by like uh and recognizing that uh that shift in character tone 
of where she's she's finally putting down the mask for a little while uh mm-hmm. and like, then like you mentioned she uh uh she she has those uh those moments where she kind of recognizes what she's done and she picks it right back up again uh but yeah it's uh it's uh it's very much a movie about coping uh and i need to go back and try to find out why my brain did not me allow uh, did not allow me <laughs> to remember everything uh this is one i may need to discuss with my therapist whenever i uh get the phone call to say hey we have openings available for people in the therapy office and you'll be like are any of them dead and they'll be like no why do you ask and be like no particular reason and then you'll be like i guess i'll schedule an appointment oh are any of them ill yeah sickly (laughs) exactly can i see their medical history before i (laughs) before i book an appointment please um yeah no this one like you said nightmare right it's like oh (laughs) hey i have terrible mental health conditions that were diagnosed years ago and have gone completely untreated now for several years uh i need to see a doctor as soon as possible yeah it's gonna be about a three-month wait fuck you (laughs) jesus anyway so basically, <laughs> yeah. So, so basically, uh, yeah. I just this, this is a very such a. I I sat here just looking over all these shorts that we're talking about in this recording session, and I'm like, yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember all this stuff about Herman's. Uh, I remember Munchausen. I remember the Turtle's Head. I remember. I definitely remember the strange thing about the Johnsons. Uh, but uh, this one, I just for the life of me, I could not remember any details and i thought that was just the most weird experience that's just how i am every day i don't remember most things unless i write them down because i have a disorder so now you just know what it's like to be me you don't want to know what it's like to be me what it's like to be me is i just out of nowhere got this like really sort of delicious like cooking food smell out of nowhere and i'm like What's the what? Frosty what is ham that? sandwich? What, uh, no, I have a pork roast in the oven. <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot that I have a pork roast in the oven. Well, that so that doesn't planning. burn. We should probably give our scores. Oh no, it's gonna be in there. Roast. It's go. It's really low. It's gonna be in there for a couple hours. I just forgot oh. I started it before well, we was, started recording, and I. Just I was, was just trying to segue the, to the closure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm. I don't pick up on social cues, Michelle. I don't know if you what? that about me. <laughs> no, That's, I had uh, no, no idea. I've never once in my life driven all the way to a bar intending to go in and either do a comedy open mic or meet up with friends or just hang out and gotten all the way there and just sat in the parking lot and then was like nah you know what not tonight and turned around and drove home and just told everybody sorry i'm not gonna make it i've never done that today i've done that uh, many times <laughs> i've done it so many times <laughs> so oh my many god times. that's half the battle of doing open oh. mic comedy is walking in the door and no, i am not the, good at that battle that's half the battle of being in a room with a bunch of people you don't know I have, I have very, very malfunctioning, uh, ang- like fight or flight anxiety issues in social environments where there are a lot of people and I don't know most of them. It's I get very, and I don't like to talk to strangers and it's real gross. It's not fun. Anyway, guys, the we we couldn't get through the whole week of Ari Aster episodes without having the therapy portion. I was about I think to say we finally had it. 
when you actually get your therapist, I'll be interested to see how the show changes. You'll be like, hello, I am here to talk specifically about the cinematography and the sound design. <laughs> Do not ask me anything personal about my life. Well, oh, no. Well, Michelle, <laughs> you and I both know that uh, uh, therapy isn't a cure and all any of this is is just learning how to cope. So believe yeah. me, none of this is going away anytime soon. <laughs> That's hopeful i guess for the future of the show <laughs> is it for the future <laughs> but, of the show yes for the but not for the future of, of us yeah oh well we should probably wrap this up and uh and you get need on to with give the... a score and then yeah uh, yeah all right oh i need to give a score yeah we haven't I what's did... your out of five skull rating for basically did, wait we didn't do that no we did not oh uh basically is four skulls for me Okay, Even go not remembering any of the story details, just remembering that I, it's I I don't know how I can say this because it seems so contradictory, but I know I really enjoyed the experience of this. I just don't remember it in great detail. Well, say good night, JD. <laughs> good night, Michelle. We Watch Shudder is a production of Rat Factory Media, your home for all of today's Rat Factoryist podcasts. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of We Watch Shudder are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Rat Factory Media. But wait, aren't Rat Factory Media and We Watch Shudder the same people? Shut your cake hole, Charlie. Nobody asked you. We Watch Shudder is available free on all major podcast platforms, and the easiest way to support We Watch Shudder is also free. Just leave a rating and review on your platform of choice. Merge your consciousness with ours on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We're at We Watch Shutter on all those social media platforms. Or find us the old-fashioned way on the web at WeWatchShutter.com or by email at mail at WeWatchShutter.com. Heck, you can even leave us a voicemail at 701-566-9510. No, seriously, 701-566-9510. Try it if you dare.